0: 1968 I'm 10. They sitting up there and uh, people started standing up Uh, Brenda Brenda wants to be a doctor Uh, Larry Larry wants to be a lawyer so I stood up and I'm thinking to myself it is here this is a gold star moment right here Uh, this is this is the day I've been waiting on I'm gonna get recognized for the brilliant cat that I am, Man, and it's no doubt in their mind now who the star student of this school is, because I didn't put something on my paper that was unbelievable, because nobody had wrote on their paper, I want to be on TV. I get up in front of the class, she said, what did you write on your paper? This is big. I said, I want to be on TV. She said, why did you write that on your paper? I said, because that was our assignment for today she said and what made you think you could write such a thing on your paper I said okay obviously this is not the proper tone to be talking to when you about to give me a gold star she said who do you know on TV I said nobody she said, anybody in this school ever been on TV? I said, no ma'am. She said, anybody in your neighborhood ever been on TV? I said, no ma'am. She said, well, what makes you think you can be on TV? And she crushed me. I said, I don't know, but that's what I want to do. She said, I'm going to call your house, and I'm going to tell your mother that you a smart Alec." So when I got home, she on the front porch. And she said, what did you do up at that school? I said, well, mama, I just did what she asked me to do. She asked me what I wanted to be. I wrote, I want to be on TV. She said, why did you write that on the paper? I said, because mama, that's what I want to be. She said, when your daddy get home, I'm going to tell him you've been up at the school being a smart alley. So he comes home. He takes his bath, and he's reading the paper. And afterwards, he said, boy, come in here. He said, what is this your mama telling me you did up at the school? And she's standing there. Tell him what you did. And i said i wrote on a piece of paper i want to be on tv he said what you do that for i said because that's what the teacher asked us daddy what we want to be she said and you're being up there being smart he gonna put a smart answer he want to be on tv my father looked at me and said well what's wrong with that
1: i said okay
0: she was going well slick he got to be more reasonable like the teacher said he said well Build. That don't make no sense if that's what the boy wanna be. She said, he can't do what he wanna do. Gotta do like teachers say. He said, boy, go in your rooms. Come in the room a little bit later on. He said, boy, what you write on your paper? I said, I wanna be on TV. He said, well, what she want you to put on the paper? I said, I don't know, daddy like a policeman or a ball player or something, what all the rest of the boys would. He said, well, put that on the paper and take it back up to their dream killing hell. <laughs> So he said, now take that paper and put it in your drawer. He said, every night before you go to bed, read your paper. He said, every morning when you get up and go to school, read your paper. I did it. If you turn on your television set, seven days a week, I'm on there somewhat Because that is a principle of success that all successful people know. If it it is written, so shall it be. That's the deal. If you don't have what you want in life, just check yourself, is it written anywhere? Have you wrote it down? Have you claimed it? Have you laid it into faith? Have you willed it into existence? Has it become a law? Did you write it down? If it ain't written down, what you want? Now, that teacher that gave me that assignment, just, you know, she passed recently. She was an older woman. I loved it. Every year, I sent her a flat screen TV. (laughs) And what I learned was, that success that all successful people know, we write it down. It's a vision board. You got to have vision boards, man. Y'all to see what's on my laptop and my computer. Even I, with all God has blessed me with, I still have visions. A man without a dream or vision shall pass. You've all heard this. I I just try to put it in a way where it's real talk. See, writing it down makes it doable. If you go through a school zone doing 35 miles per hour and the police stop you and a truck was blocking the sign that said 20 miles an hour, guess what? You still get the ticket. You know why? Because it's a written law. They put it into law. They wrote it down. The fact that you ain't read it, the fact that you didn't see the sign, tough. It's written. 20. You break the law, 20. You got to write it down. That's an important thing. See, here's a cold thing I learned. You got to fix your mindset. You change that. The moment you change your thought, your attitude determines your altitude. The moment you change your thought is the moment you change your existence.
1: Yeah. I'm back, family. Did you miss me? <laughs> You know what we do here at this Impact Secret Podcast show. There's three Impact Secret value points that I want you to be aware of that you should receive out of today's show. The first Impact Secret value is why I believe New Year's resolutions don't work. Value pack, (laughs) uh, Impact Secret number two, creating a vision board. Impact secret value point number three why writing down goals are so effective. Well, family, it's time to get in today to, into today's show. Today's topic is entitled Resolutions versus Goals. Why should you write down your goals again? Resolutions versus goals. Why should you write your goals down or write your your goals down? Let's get into today's show. Well, family, this is an interesting topic. I hope that you enjoyed the Steve Harvey clip that I put on there for you, because see that Steve Harvey clip. And and it was funny because I I tell you when you when you are. Working towards something, I am each and every day that I do this, I am I I become more awe by the process. And when I say I become more in awe about the process is the fact is, is that. I wish I could tell you that I knew what I was going to talk about today or yesterday or the day before that or just in general. I never know. It's it's the information is just as new as to me as it is to you. And what I mean by that is, is because it it, it takes something to spark my interest, meaning spark something that I've already been studying or I've already studied. You see, when I ran into the Steve Harvey clip, what how it arrested my attention was the fact is, is that that reminded me of so many different stories in life that I've been through when I've been told, why would you want to do that That's impossible to do. How can a black man of your stature walk into a situation where there's nobody that looks like you or sounds like you to go into a situation and become successful or in success in which you identify what success is? You see, family, a lot of times in life, we allow people that we trust and allow Uh, People that we may not even don't trust just want to comment on our life, distract us and deviate us away from what our purpose is. See if Steve would have listened to that teacher at that young, impressible age, he probably wouldn't be the person that he is because he would have believed her that it's not possible. See, this is why I believe New Year's resolutions don't work. See, I was guilty of doing the whole New Year's resolution thing every year. Like, you know what? Um, My New Year's resolution is to lose weight or my New Year's resolution was to become a millionaire. My new (laughs) New Year's resolution was to, you know, to get this or to get that. And when I fell in, when I started understanding the whole personal development aspect of things and understanding the importance of writing down goals, what I realized was that my New Year's resolutions were more like wishes. See, I don't know about you, but I haven't had many wishes come true. You know, you don't know what I'm talking about, but I know you know what I'm talking about. So let's break that down. See, a wish is one of those things like I wish right now I had a million dollars in my pocket, but there's no actions. There's no activity. There's no there's there's I'm not tied to it. It's just something that would be nice. So I looked up I looked up the word. Resolution and according to Merriman Webster the definition of Resolution is the act Or process of resolving Again the definition Of resolution is the act Or process of resolving So when you say I have a new year's resolution I am resolving the fact that I'm trying to resolve something An area in my life that I would like to repair or Or fix That's just the ED remix on that if you don't mind but see, the definition of a goal is the end toward which an effort is directed. Ooh, I like that a lot more. I don't know about you, but a reason why I like that a lot more is because, see, I have a, a, a end, meaning that I am working towards an end. I want to be the number one personal development business coach and mindset coach. The end is those two things right there. I'm going towards those things there. As a resolution, I am resolving, but I don't have anything to resolve. Like, what am I resolving by saying I want to be the number one? What am I resolving? Where's the action? I mean, there's a process, but the process really doesn't. I still need. Actionable items to resolve that process. Let's step away from that, from right quick, because see, I know a lot of people fall uh, guilty. Of this too is that. Well, you know, according to you know Dr. Gail Matthews, um, you, sh- you know, forty-two percent of people are you know if you write it down are more likely to actually achieve their goals if you write them down, and this is based off of a study of two hundred and seventy participants. And what I love about this is the fact that you'll have some people that will say, well, um, what about the other 58%? Did you, did you get what I'm laying down? I hope you're picking it up because a lot of people will focus on those 58%. Well, the 58 is higher. You know, those 58% of people who didn't write down their goals, So does that mean that they didn't achieve it or did they did they achieve it? You see, a lot of times in life, that's why I don't like throwing percentages out a lot of times or numbers, because I feel that numbers sometimes can mislead you. It can mislead you when it comes to. I'm not talking about just the generalization of numbers as far as understanding money. And, and and I'm talking about when you are going after a dream, because a lot of things, the calculations are not going to add up. <laughs> the calculations are not going to add up because of the fact of there's going to be twists and turns and there's going to be things that happen to you that are for you that you're not going to realize at the time and is not going to add up. See that math is not going to add up. You started right here. How did you end up in that particular car, that particular mansion, that particular mindset, how you had every reason to give up that you didn't have the financial support. You didn't have the emotional support. how, did you do it? You see, that's why when you write down your goals, they are more effective than anything, because first of all, it gives you clarity and see clarity. For example, it, al- it allows you to understand what your goal is and what your goal is not. As I stated, one of my goals is become the number one personal development business coach and mindset. Clear. I know this is what I want. Why do I want this? It's because of the fact of what I've seen, it, it, the, the effect it had over my life. And I'm like, wow, this stuff really works. So just imagine me being able to help other people. To see how well it would benefit their life. See, another reason is, is that when you are, when you have your goal written down, you know what you are working towards. See, in order for me to want to be the number one, how number one uh, personal development business coach in mindset how do I, how do I, how do I become that? well i reverse engineer it i look at some some people that i admire and see how do i model that so i said well this is how they started they just started doing videos or creating podcasts and and started from there. They started from the bottom and then continued to work on their craft. They continue to learn new things to bring back to their family. Well, they may say audience. I say family. Bring back to the family and educate them on, on something, what they learn and give them resources as far as providing them resources of where they can go to find the information. So I said, okay, that's the next step. But the first step is getting started, sharing my life with with the family of how personal developers helped me, showing them the research that I did on some of the personal development things that helped improve in some areas of my life. There's a lot of areas where that, yes, I wanted to be better. But I can only speak on and I can only help those that are that want to go through the transition of getting better. You see, your goals is just really a mirror. It just really says, this is what I'm expecting out of life. And I'm willing to go and experience life to, to go a- achieve these goals. And the reason why a lot of people, and this is my opinion, um, I, I believe they don't write down goals is because they're afraid if they don't achieve the goals they, they they're a failure or I should say they failed. But I disagree with you. You see, my original goal, as you guys know, if you listened, if you if you're familiar with the show family, you know that my original goal was I wanted to be the number one project manager in the world, not in the states not in a, in a country, the world. So I started wanting to learn everything I can about project management, learning the emotional side of project management as far as the the emotional, um, um, I forgot what it was it called emotional intelligence of, project management. I wanted to understand the communications of product project management, the structures that you needed to have in order to have a successful project. Like I really went in wanting to learn everything and apply it. But then I was detoured. And if it wasn't for that detour, I wouldn't be on this mic today. If it wasn't for that detour, I wouldn't be able to be the person I am today because, see, the detour. See, I had my goals written down. I actually I actually took it to the point where um, and I think I borrowed this from Grant Cardone, where I would write my goal down in the morning and I would write it down in the evening. Every day. I want to test it out to see if that's something that would be effective for me. But that for me that it was OK. But what I really loved doing was I put up a board, which it was I, I call it my vision. I should say my vision slash goal board. And I put everything up on there. Matter of fact, I got to update my my vision slash goal board of the things that that I want and the things that I need, I didn't classify as a want versus need. But the point I am trying to make family is that sometimes in life, it's hard to you've heard this expression. It's hard to hit hit some, uh, hitting moving target versus hitting a target that's still see. I know up there when I look up. I see my I see the things that I want and need and I reverse engineer and think, OK, if I want to be the number one you know, uh, personal development uh, coach, what do I need to do? What are some things I should be doing? Okay. I probably need to be reading, um, at least one or two books a month. I probably need to be doing this. I probably should be doing that and, and taking action to be that. And if I don't become the number one and I become a better version of myself, how is that bad? You see, a lot of times we get distracted by where we're where, where we're not at at yet. And we get so upset by the, the the fact that we don't understand the importance of when you are when you write down that goal and you're going to maybe a job or you're in a relationship or you're, you know, in a. You know, in a family setting, I don't know what the situation may be for you, but let's use a job. Let's say you're at a job that you don't appreciate and you don't like and you hate. You get anxiety every every Sunday because on Monday, you know, you got to go into that job. And so when you go in there, you you really don't have the you, you don't have the mindset to know that this is temporary. Sometimes we make a permanent decision out of a temporary situation. See, if you if you play it right, this is how it this is how you could leverage your goals uh, to your benefit. So you're going into a job and you say, oh, man, And a lot of people say, why are you smiling? They want you to complain with them and be frustrated with them. But you, they don't understand that. See, this this job or that you're in is is, is really the setup. For you to work on What you really want to work on Remember I told you What Dr. Miles Monroe told us He said There's a difference Between your job And your work You see, your job is, yes, it provides a paycheck and that paycheck can be taken away from you. Your work, your work is something that you are passionate about. Your work is something that is your purpose. Your work is something that you're driven to do. It's your work is something if they didn't pay you, you could still do it, i.e. me. I have not made a dime off of putting this show together. I get up at 3 a.m. To be able to work out. Meditate and then do all the necessary research possible to put this show together so that I can produce it. And then have the ability to still be able to go into work. I haven't seen any residuals yet. But I believe and i have my goal set that this is going to work there is no plan this this is going to work i how do i know it's going to work because i wrote it down to say that this will be the number one show with regards to entrepreneurs to mindset and basically personal development you're going to want to listen to me because of the fact that i'm the it's not because i'm the new kid on on the block it's the fact that I am telling you things that you may already know, like you already know, if you want to lose weight, you got to cut back on the, on the calories you induce, but a lot of people still are unable to lose weight. So that's why other people are able to come along and say, Hey, well, here's this program or eat these type of things. So you still can enjoy life and, and live on, you know, live, live life on your own terms. But what I had to realize is, is because I was nervous to even go in this direction. If you remember up until maybe, I don't know, maybe two months ago or, or, or so, I, I don't know the exact time, but more or less that I my opening line would would be this show is about entrepreneurship, faith, marketing, and I would always say my personal favorite personal development. But what I realized is when I was going through the episodes that, I, that that was created, when I was going back and looking back in 2016, 17, I mean, 17 at the YouTube videos that I were creating, everything was around the mindset and growing to be a better version of you. And I said, what am I talking about marketing for? What am I talking about entrepreneurship for when really I really well, I love those things like mark especially marketing and sales. Oh my god, like I love those things. But what I realized is, is it it didn't matter about the marketing and the entrepreneurship and faith if you didn't have the right mindset. You see What I what you have to understand about this when you're writing down your goals is is that you're able to demystify what people call impossible. You see, they said it was if they would have told Jeff Bezos, hey, it's gonna be impossible for you to be able to create a service in which I can order something today. And depending on what that item is, I can get it in hours or in days. And we're going to offer the shipping to you for free. So now you've solved the problem for me where I don't really need to go to the store. I can see it online and boom, I can order it and it'll it'll show up at my house. Or with Netflix creating a system in which I know for me personally, when I would rent at Blockbuster or Hollywood, I would get frustrated because of those dang old late fees. And that's my fault. But, you know, it would be I would order, you know, I would get a you know, a DVD or even a game. And I'll just I'll forget about it as far as, you know, like once you watch it and you put up there, you're like, OK, I'm going to take it back. Or if you do one of my numbers, you you grab it and you put it in your car and you're like, why am I allowed I'll Just swing by Blockbuster or and and, and um, you know, take it back or Hollywood uh, video. But I use Blockbuster video the majority of the time. And then the service came along where it was like, just pick the DVD you want, ship it to the, we'll ship it to your house. No late fees. Once you ship it back, Hey, we'll, we'll ship you out some new, new DVDs. What? You mean no more late fees? Hey, th- this I'm, I'm, I'm all in. And then transitioning from there to, to now because of the pandemic, a, a pushing, streaming out to, I mean, now people stream so much more now because now you used to always go to the movies and now the movies are disrupted. And I'm probably gonna have to do a whole show about disruption and how it ties into personal development. But just think about how you used to get, um, how you used to go to the movies to watch your you know, a, a new movie that came out. And what I understand about that, the whole movie thing, and I still want to dig deeper on that is, is that the fact that the movie theaters really don't make their money on the actual movie itself is really the concession stand. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is of about being impossible, Just but just think about it is that if this pandemic wouldn't have happened, you wouldn't have been able to see the latest new movie in the comfort of your own home. Impossible. So I, I, I tell you these things, family, about being able to to write down your goals so you can have a target of where you're going towards. And if something happens where you are deviated, it's not a problem. But as long as you know that this is what you want out of life, if you want to be the best, you know, wife or teacher or husband or, you know, uh, plumber, whatever that is, if you have that goal and you're marching towards it, and then all of a sudden you have an aha moment in which you get moved into another direction at least at least you know the structure to get you to get you to going because a lot of times you can write down goals and you don't take any action and that's and that's another challenging thing is when you write down your goals they have to be they have to be actionable if they're not actionable you won't do anything with it if you say well I want to be great. Okay, good. What are you doing to be great? See goals allow you also to not be distracted by what other people's agenda have for you. Ooh, I like that. Let me slow that down. Let me repeat that. I said goals allow you to not be distracted by others' expectations of you. Because a lot of times when you don't have a goal, you listen to any and everybody because of the fact of they can tell you where you need to go based on what they believe. But when you have a goal, you have a destination, I don't care how many times you get rerouted because of traffic. I don't care how many times you get rerouted because of this or that. You will get to your destination, and if you don't get to your destination, you are you may you may find another destination that you you found along the way of your journey that was more amazing. And we've seen we've seen this countless over and over again, where somebody was you know going to be you know a going to be something like a lawyer or a doctor or you know it just anything you picked a profession or you picked a lifestyle and then all of a sudden they were redirected but they wouldn't have never been redirected if they wouldn't have started down the path anyway you know my favorite um one of my favorite TD Jakes interviews when he was sitting down with this this other pastor and he he broke down how when his son asked him that question and I won't go into that story again, but again, it's the, it, it, what I, the, the high level version of that is. That he said, if that's not the thing, that at least leads you to the, to the next thing. And that's what a lot of times in life family, we have to understand that if it's not the thing, at least we know it's not the thing. At least it gives us an opportunity to go to the next thing. And it's not jumping because a lot of times people will confuse that well with jumping from thing to thing. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is, is that when you're on that journey, it allows you to, to be exposed to other things that you didn't even know about that particular that, that particular thing, whether profession, career, whatever it is, that there's more to it than what you originally thought. An investment banker was in a coastal village of Mexico on vacation. And a short distance away, the fisherman boat had just docked. The banker was impressed by the quality of uh, fresh fish that the fisherman caught. He greeted the fisherman and asked him why he didn't catch more fish, since there was still some free space left on the boat. The first fisherman replied that the fish was enough to support his family needs for the next couple of days. The banker then asked, then how do you spend the rest of your day if you're not fishing? The fisherman replied, ah, senor, life is so nice here. I fish a little, then I go home, I play with my kids and take my wife out for a good time. Then I take my family and we stroll into the village. I might find a few friends there and we gather together sipping wine and playing guitar. See, I have a busy life already. Then the banker said, look, I am sure you have a good life here. But I can help you have an even better life. I'm exp- I am an experienced businessman, and my advice to you is to set a goal to become more successful in your fishing business. If you spend more time fishing, you'll earn more income and you'll be able to position yourself to buy a bigger boat. Then you will buy a second boat, then a third boat, until you will have a fleet of fishing boats. You will sell the fish, not to the middleman, but to the processor directly. Eventually, you'll manage to open your own uh, fishing cannery, control your product process and distribute it. Then he added, in order to manage your investments, you would need to leave the small village and move to the capital. The fisherman was puzzled and asked the banker, very complicated things. But Señor, how long will all of this take? The banker replied, uh, 10 to 15 years. But what then, asked the fisherman. The banker smiled at him and said, now comes the best part, my friend. At the right time, you will announce on your on your IPO and you will sell your company stock to the public. If you do this, you can make millions. You will become very rich. Rich? Said the fisherman. And then what? Then you can retire. You can move back to your village where you can sleep Late, fish a little Play with your kids Spend time with your wife Stroll into the village Enjoy the company of other friends Sipping wine and playing guitar Family The moral of this story is Know, what, know, know your goals in life Or you may find that It is already much closer than you think Basically saying When you allow someone to dictate what your goals should be in life they may create a world for you that you don't want to live in. That story was brought to you by Barry Powell. You see, family, one thing we have to understand here. And I, I had I think I had like four great quotes that really resonated and, I, and I'll leave you. I promise I'll leave you after these four quotes. But I think these four quotes are amazing because of the fact of. They speak so so much truth to power. It says, Muhammad Ali said, "It Impossible is just a word thrown around by small men who find it easier to live in a world they've been given than to explore the power they have to change it. Impossible is not a fact. It's an opinion. Impossible is potential. Impossible is temporary. Impossible is nothing. Alvin Tovler, Alvin... Uh, Or, yeah, Elvin, uh, and I may messed messed up the last name, so my apologies. But he said, the illiterate of 21st century will not be those who cannot read and write, but those who cannot learn, unlearn, and relearn. Mm, mm, mm. A goal is a dream with a deadline. That's Napoleon Hill. Family, in closing, I'll say this. We have a lot of choices in life. We can choose to live our life on our terms or somebody else's terms. We can choose to write down goals or keep dreaming and imagining goals. We can believe that we've been blessed to be more to the world than what the world thinks of us. But one thing we have to do. If we don't start today, no longer, no if we don't start today of improving our mindset of believing it's possible. We will continue to let these small minded people dictate what is not possible and why you can't and you shouldn't do that. So let the small minded people talk while we continue to create, develop, grow. And do something that they never thought was possible Live on your terms, live your dreams Family, I am your humble host E.D. I hope you enjoyed today's show I put a lot in today's show Because I really believe In the purpose of writing down your goals And how effective it is And how you can see a change in your life And family, if you don't hit your goals Please don't give up on yourself Because remember, we talked about the difference between failing and a failure. You know, failing is going after something that most people are afraid to go after and don't achieve it. But willing to get back up and go after it again or go after something different. A failure is somebody who just throws in a towel and said, this is it. I'm done. There's nothing more for me in life. I'm just going to sit in my corner and suck my thumb and let life live on their terms and not on mine. I am your humble host and I am out for today's show. Peace.